At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Sebastian. I'm excited to do this. Hey, excited to have you here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. You know, we love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in that space. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're working on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, long story short, I was born, went to school, dropped out of college, and uh, started pursuing my dream of becoming an entrepreneur. Started a bunch of businesses in uh, my late teens and early 20s. Some failed, some did all right. And now I'm working on a software company called Zipscript. Awesome. Let's talk about that. What is Zipscript? What is that? That's a tongue twister, actually. It is. Zip Script is a software company. And what we do in a nutshell is we verify higher education claims globally and instantly. But what uh, we're launching a new kind of vision of the product uh, that's set to disrupt the entire background check industry. So it's actually really exciting stuff, Sebastian. Cool. So so walk me through it. How's everything work? Who's your customer? What do you guys, what problems do you guys solve? Yeah, great question. So we largely work with uh, B2B enterprise companies that do background checks. So if you work uh, you know, in America, anywhere around the world, and you want to get a job, a white-collar job, odds are you're going to get a background check done on you. And what do we do and what problem do we solve? If you want to verify a higher education claim, college or university, anywhere outside of the US, Sebastian, it's a nightmare. It takes days, weeks, months in some situations and costs a lot of money. Typically, it's a call center or boots on the ground going knocking on doors at registrar's offices. What we did was digitize the process and automate the process. So instead of weeks, days, months, it now takes, you know, in some cases, under a minute to verify a degree from India. I didn't even know that uh, verifying degrees was a thing. But then again, I didn't go to college. So maybe that's... Uh... Well, we have that in common, <laughs> Sebastian. There we go. <laughs> so this is actually a thing then. So um, are, are, when did you guys It's launch? a huge thing. It's a huge thing. We launched last year, uh, June, July, somewhere in that range. Uh, so it's been moving along rapidly, Sebastian. Sebastian, absolutely rapid. So... And what would you say has been the biggest challenge you've, you've experienced since you guys launched? Enterprise sales cycle. Uh, being cool with a deal taking 12 to 18 months to close because the deal size is large. Um, but knowing how to 
work those deals over that time period and knowing that every single phone call, if you're doing 25 phone calls with the enterprise and all different stakeholders in the enterprise, every call is important. Pushing them, but not pushing them too hard. Right. Right. Yeah. And so so it's it's a long sales cycle, is what you're saying, because they're big Correct. groups you're putting together. Got yeah. it. And, and, and what's been the best part? Best part for me, personally, Sebastian, is I hate inefficiencies anywhere on the planet. So with what we're doing, I absolutely love that we're making a process that's antiquated, faster, new, and uh, automated. If the world is a more efficient place, I am a happy man. So where did you get the idea to do this? Um, it actually came from LinkedIn, Sebastian. I was setting up someone's LinkedIn profile and going through their job history and everything. And then I was putting their education section in and I realized on LinkedIn, you can just put whatever education you so choose with no verification of that education. And that kind of spurred my brain into thinking, oh, okay, there's got to be a way to actually verify education digitally and easily. At the time, there wasn't. So solution was born. Got it. So uh, what are you guys excited for for 2023? 2023, super excited for something we're doing actually right now, Sebastian, and for anyone listening to this podcast, if they have a higher education degree. We currently verify higher education claims of graduates for free on LinkedIn. Um, so you can get a blue check mark on your LinkedIn profile if you claim to have education on LinkedIn and it's not verified, Sebastian. People are going to assume you are lying. Why? Because it only takes 30 seconds to verify your degree on LinkedIn through our platform at zipscript.com and it's completely free. That has huge impl implications on the background check industry, Sebastian. We're pre-verifying people. People are already going to come to the job interview with credentials verified. So it's going to reduce the time to hire. And so is this going to be, so is this going to be a normal practice? How long has this been a normal practice as far as degree verifications? Uh, it's been going on for a long time. It's just been done the same way for all, all also a very long time with paper transcripts or calling the registrar's office um, and doing it that way. But yeah, it's been going on for a long time. If you think of Uber, for example, uh, Sebastian, which is a, a something everyone knows about, Uber's biggest problem in their early days and mainly middle days was scaling and getting drivers on the platform as fast as humanly possible, but they have to background check those drivers. They weren't necessarily doing education verification for the drivers, but they're doing criminal record searches. Um, but for their executives, corporate, they're all doing education verification. So will this be the only service that you guys provide as part of your software solution? I'm glad you asked, Sebastian. Absolutely not. But one of the things I do as a startup founder is ensure that myself and my team are completely focused on capturing the market share with our current product and being the experts with our current product. Once we've established ourselves as that in the marketplace, we will launch subsequent products such as employment verification under the same hat of automation and uh, instantaneous uh, through, through our software. But uh, staying focused on one thing and being seen as the expert on it, Sebastian, has really helped us as a business and uh, me as an entrepreneur as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, how do you guys find new business? How do we find new business? So in our industry, by being so focused, Sebastian, and just offering education verification and doing it globally, which is not easy, by the way, it takes a lot of uh, engineering talent to build that out. Um, 
our industry is largely background check companies. So when you look at that industry, it's really broken down into three tiers. Tier one companies, so publicly traded enterprise <laughs> companies, 500 million and up in revenue. Tier two, 500 million and under. Tier three, you know, 10 million and under. But the industry is not massive. Um, so it's kind of great. And at the same time, Sebastian, because it allows us to narrow in focus on our customers that are really important, which are all the background check companies and just talk to them. So uh, that's really... We found our customers by uh, doing marketing and outreach and pretty much just cold emails. Yeah. I mean, it's readily available these days. There's never been a better way to uh, connect with people that are easier way rather to connect with people than uh, sending an email or a message these days. It's a whole lot different. I don't know whatever we did before the internet's uh, survived. That's right. We use telephones. Right. And snail mail. Right. Yeah. Sebastian, it's incredible what you can do with a cold email. If you have a great idea, you know, I always say to entrepreneurs as well, Sebastian, maybe don't even build the idea to start. Send an email, talk to customers or people who you think would be customers and see if they'd buy your stuff before you build it. That's kind of what we did at the early days. We weren't even ready and we signed contracts um, last year in August and had to basically not sleep to get stuff ready to go. So you kind of reverse engineered the whole process. That'd be a mix. People have mixed feelings about that approach. I mean, as a marketer, I understand that process and it does put a level of of pressure on you that's a good pressure uh, to create and develop a product that you've already essentially sold. Um, I wouldn't do that though, Sebastian. It wasn't like exactly that. It was letting them know that it was going to be ready soon. But it it was basically like, don't spend a bunch of time and money until you know there's actually going to be customers that are actually interested in it. And it's as simple as sending out, you know, 500 emails to possible customers and getting feedback. And I find if you're honest, like we were just completely honest, hey, it's not completely ready yet, but this is what we do in a nutshell. Super short. Is this something you guys would be interested in? And then we got so many yeses that it was like, let's get this thing going. Yeah, it's a great approach because you uh, you're 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 risk adverse as well too with that approach. Correct. Figure it out. Correct, Sebastian, and that's a misnomer with entrepreneurs. People think it's such a high risk thing. I'm always taking the highest risk possible. It's actually not true. I believe it's the opposite. I try to de-risk everything as much as possible. Sure. What would you say the grittiest part of the startup process is? Uh, in my early twenties, mid twenties. When I was just going for it, and I was so committed, Sebastian, you know, I had, I had just, I had no money, um, so it was just scraping everything together. I couldn't afford to go to the gym, so I would get free three day passes at twenty different gyms all the time. Uh, you know, eat canned tuna, just staying in it. Uh, and to me, that was walking through the gutter, and it was all part of the process. But I loved it, and I was so committed to the journey that I refused to kind of go back to normal life. It's, it can get tough sometimes when you got no money. A L- little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Money money doesn't buy happiness, but it buys the kind of misery you can enjoy. My mom used to uh, have a little plaque above the kitchen sink that said that. I never forgot that. It gave me, uh, gave me, gave me, gave me good scars, though. It was great. Like, I, I wouldn't change a thing. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Chris, it's been great to chat with you and learn about what you're uh, what you built here. It's great to to always learn more about solutions that are solving problems in today's world's world. So so keep up the great work. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Be great. If you have a great idea, please do it. World needs more great ideas. And I know somebody out there has one in their brain. So put it out there. Uh, the world wants it. The world needs it. And Sebastian, thank you so much for doing this. 
9.30 in the morning. Lovely day. Great way to start the day. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Chris. Couldn't, could not have said it better. And again, keep up the great work. Appreciate it, Sebastian. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.